This is Wisconsin Water News, a production of the University of Wisconsin Sea Grant Program. I'm your host, Marie Zwickoff. Today's episode is Boatloads of Lumber. Maritime Archaeology Initiative will bring Wisconsin's historic lumber trade alive. A century ago, Lake Michigan was a busy water highway for the lumber trade, connecting merchants in northern Wisconsin and Michigan with customers in bustling cities like Milwaukee and Chicago. While this Great Lakes lumber trade persisted into the 1920s and 30s, it peaked in the late 1800s. At one time, 500 vessels traversed Lake Michigan before rail and trucking eventually took over. Shipwrecks helped tell the story of the Great Lakes lumber trade. The Wisconsin Historical Society's program in maritime archaeology documents these and other wrecks and shares its findings through a variety of educational efforts. Now, with funding from Wisconsin Sea Grant, the Historical Society is embarking on a new two-year project called Boatloads of Lumber. One outcome will be online learning resources tailored to a range of ages. Wisconsin Historical Society maritime archaeologists Caitlin Zant and Tamara Thompson will lead the project, which also involves Wisconsin Sea Grant's Anne Mosier, who oversees the Wisconsin Water Library and education activities. Our program does a lot of outreach and education, but a lot of it is focused on you know giving public presentations to a broad you know audience and not really working as closely with museum educators to create actual programming and activities for kids of all ages. That's Caitlin Zant, who also said requests have been increasing to speak to groups like 4-H, Boy Scouts, and Girl Scouts. Although this project, which is part of Sea Grant's 2020-2022 funding cycle, has been in the planning stages for a while, the current COVID-19 pandemic and a rapid shift to online instruction have made it even more relevant. Zant explains. I mean, and especially with recent events that have been happening, everybody's kind of clamoring for this kind of content that really anybody can teach to kids or to anybody to kind of really keep education going no matter what the age or no matter what the circumstances. The online resources will be developed in concert with museums, including those devoted to maritime history. Collaborators include the Wisconsin Maritime Museum in Manitowoc, the Port Explorium in Port Washington, and the Door County Maritime Museum's locations in Sturgeon Bay and Gills Rock. Sea Grant's Mosier will help ensure the tools convey a cohesive message in terms of Great Lakes literacy. Shipwrecks can be a way for learners of all ages to connect with other issues affecting the Great Lakes, from aquatic invasive species and water quality to currents and sand movement. Diving into History A second aspect of the Boatloads of Lumber project is a field school to help recreational divers and archaeology enthusiasts learn techniques to properly survey and document wrecks they may find. As Zant noted, her office at the Historical Society does not search for shipwrecks. However, they do get valuable tips from members of the public when shifting sands and varying water levels uncover parts of wrecks. With training, history buffs and divers can learn more about maritime archaeology skills, like how to draw underwater. The Historical Society first tried a field school in 2015, working with the Wisconsin Underwater Archaeology Association on a wreck in Door County. It was a great success. For the current grant project, the focus will be on the Sydney O'Neff, a wooden vessel built in 1890 by a Manitowoc company. 
It sank in 1939 with no loss of life. Now it lies, heavily covered with invasive quagga mussels, in a dozen feet of water near the Marinette Lighthouse. The Sydney Oness is the most recent kind of addition to that. We generally try to pick sites that are within you know, relatively protected areas that are in shallow water so that over the course of the project, students can pop up out of the water and ask questions or they don't have to we kind of try to, to make it as safe of an environment for people to be able to ask questions, you know, attempt to, to work underwater sometimes for the first time and really feel comfortable. The Minnesota-based Great Lakes Shipwreck Preservation Society has been a key partner in these field schools and will also participate in the Sydney ONAF project. Wisconsin stories, and national, too. Thanks to the diligence of the state's maritime archaeologists, Wisconsin has the most individually listed shipwrecks on the National Register of Historic Places. The field of maritime archaeology excites Sand because it weaves together so many individual strands, from diving to archival research to public outreach and education. And placing Wisconsin shipwrecks in the National Register helps preserve and tell a larger story about their importance and history. And so our state has been really active in using the National Register criteria, but also just in general using the National Register as a way to be able to you know, record these shipwrecks and then understand their historical significance to not only Wisconsin, but also the country as a whole. Kind of take these ships from... You know, they're just Wisconsin shipwrecks, but they have this whole backstory that connects really Wisconsin to the East Coast, that connects the East Coast all the way out to the frontier, um, and it really tells this story on a more national level. That's it for this episode of Wisconsin Water News. Just one of the ways that Wisconsin Sea Grant promotes the sustainable use of Great Lakes resources through research, education, and outreach. Subscribe to us through iTunes and Google Play. Thank you to Caitlin Zant to Jackson Parody for the Sea Shanty, and to science communicator Jennifer Smith for the script. And as always, thank you for listening.